Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Long Gun Kill. Is this John Wong, your most handsome voter ever on the face of the planet? Down here we have Dan Wong. <laughs> uh, we have Fem Splinter Lydia stepping in for Angie. Don't try to tell me what I am. <laughs> and we have the Jerry in Jerry Mandarin, Jerry Theo, who has voted for PAP for the past 60 elections. Yeah, <laughs> 60 elections and counting. Yep. Even Jerry, though the PMP oh has, has only had 19 elections so far, but he's somehow voted for all 60 of them. Yeah, even the <laughs> internal meetings, right? I go and vote. Yeah. Jerry, they upgrade your leaf, right? That's why you vote for them, right? Not really, yeah. They built your house. They built your house. <laughs> they, have, uh, they have sold him the secrets of Lee Kuan Yew's immortality technology. Yeah. yeah. I swear it's the chicken rice. You eat that chicken rice, right, Jerry? The chicken rice is spiked with... The $2 one. But the, the one where they have to bus in specially... Yes. Yeah, yeah. So just just so our audience knows, right? Um, all of us are being extremely responsible cats. All of us are practicing social distancing. We are all at least one arm's length away from each other. We got a big <laughs> bottle of Kundal fresh water hand sanitizer in the middle, next to the chicken nuggets. Why must you say Kundal in like a accented way? Oh no! Here we go again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> is this is this gonna take Sharon Owl part two? You know what's funny? It's 62% yes. ethanol. You need at least 75% to kill Jim. No, 60 oh, can, 60 can, 60 can, oh, 60 can, 60 can, 60 can, 60 yeah. Alright, you big brain scientist. We'll start with our first topic of the day, Excellent. which is the Mito bullying case. A couple of days ago, a oh. bunch of stu- a Malay student was being bullied until, until our Minister of Education, uh, Ong Ye Kun, right, had to come out and issue a statement. You know? Okay, as, as John is looking through, right, uh, the notes. So, Mito Secondary School. Um, it's, a, it's purported to be a secular school, but of course it has got Buddhist roots, just like many other schools have Catholic roots. So the majority of the students that go there are Chinese in ethnicity, and the number of Malay students probably one or two, maybe three. And I presume that the student, being the odd one out, was continuously picked on by her classmates. Her classmates, they write silly little notes, stupid little notes, cyberbully her, Call her stupid and dumb. The notes were given to her on her birthday. On her actually. birthday. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is what Ong Ye Kun said. La. This is bullying. It's wrong and cannot be tolerated anywhere. Especially in schools. Moreover, it goes against very fundamental values of what we stand for as society. It doesn't matter whether the students might have done out of mischief or they are their parent five students. The fact is that the victim felt it was a racist act which make it even more unacceptable. Okay, first of all, uh, bullying is wrong and cannot be tolerated anywhere. Let me let me remind all of our audience here, uh, okay, at how our Prime Minister sued Roy Nung into fucking oblivion, right? Okay, for a blog post burying him under the weight of the state and forcing him to f- uh to pay a fine of a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for defamation. I, I I didn't expect this, I, John. I did not see this yeah. coming from you, John. <laughs> yeah. You just I went like... I no, I, I, I find it very strange, right? That bullying, supposedly not tolerated anywhere, is happening on a... I don't know, on some sort of basis within the PP, just like burying people under the weight of, you know, of, of legal lawsuits and, and litigation and all these sort of things. So... Tell me again why bullying is not accepted, guys. Tell me again. Explain to me why we shouldn't just bully. By the way, we did our bullying episode, right? 
a lot of negative feedback on the episode. <laughs> really? Yeah, because yeah, somebody on the podcast is like, yeah, bullying is good. Bullying teaches you how to fight. Bullying teaches you how to fight back. Yeah. Bullying teaches you resilience. <laughs> I, oh, 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 I'm John oh. I, I got a feeling, right? A lot of people who gave us the negative feedback, right? Only read the, the, the blurb, right? The excerpt. Right. Oh. Okay. And then oh. the title as well. Then I the never title, The title is, Why Bullying is Good for You. <laughs> so, yeah, and that then, was the title, yeah. And then immediately, right? <laughs> No, you, you cannot say this, John. This this is terrible. Why why are you saying such terrible things? Still are horrible. <laughs> yeah, so but yes. yeah, it's not cool if they only read the blurb and all. Uh. It's a clickbait title, guys. Yeah, it's a clickbait title. Get with the times, okay, people. So just so all of y'all know, right? I came up with about ninety percent of all the Longkang Kiddies titles. And thank you for doing so. Yeah. Uh, of course. That being said, right? I claim all the credit, but I also must claim all the responsibility. So. Our other co-hosts, right, have no, have absolutely no say, by the way, in the, in the <laughs> title. I, I agree with your clickbaity stuff. We have to be yeah. clickbaity. Yeah. I yeah. mean... But it was kind of my stance throughout the whole that particular episode was that bullying is going to happen no matter what. In the real world, in subtle forms, in very obvious and blatant forms. Sometimes the government also just bullies the shit out of you, forces you to take down your blog posts and whatnot. However... That is not to say that it's good, but it does happen and we need to know how to deal with it. We just need to be equipped to, to know how to deal with it. And the, the best place to start is probably at school. Is, is your issue, John, actually Ong Ye Kong's reaction and his, like, how he's not, how he's, like, he's framing this very strangely? Yeah. I, first thing is, okay, I'm gonna get to the racist part shortly, okay? But however, the, the racist part, we, we don't have a lot of details other than what the newspaper say. According to them, they have some racist remarks thrown at them, but it was never specified what precisely was those racist remarks. The the fact of the matter is they are primary five school kids. Lah. I don't understand why a minister need to step in uh, and then suddenly, you know, make a big fucking hoo-ha. No, the uh, minister has to step in because the administration is doing nothing, I guess. So that also brings up the other point, right? Which is suddenly now there's more cause for teacher to be imbued with more uh, disciplinary powers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I read it in the newspaper the other day when apparently right, a lot of, and this is also feedback from a lot of teachers that I know. Right, right. Where basically they are saying they are caught between a rock and a hard place. They really cannot do anything. They, they cannot discipline the students. They cannot scold them, cannot yell at them. If you do so, you get flagged from the parents. So at the same time, uh, they hmm. they they want to step in and do something to help out. But if they do so, they put their career at risk. They put, you know, the, their, their supervisors or their HODs at risk also. Because when the parents come, they, you know, they come from all of them. So what do you guys think? Like, what is the, what do you think is the solution to all of this? Is, is it being very old man if I, if I'm like, oh, during my time, uh, teachers school people, they slap people, they do all these things. So definitely now it's a super different time, right? I cannot use my past experiences to compare with what ha- what is happening now, right? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? I, um, as I mean, I've been teaching for a while, and honestly speaking, the, the way the way that teachers have been disarmed and defanged over the last two decades, oh, Jerry, decades, you can't bring our experiences into this because we are our teaching is a different level from these teachers. It's true, it's true, but yeah. you have to you have to understand these kids when they come to a tertiary education center. Yeah. Right, whatever they experience, they are going to expect the tertiary teachers to behave the same way. You know, you cannot. I, I mean, as a as a tertiary teacher and someone I'm teaching first years, I cannot expect them to be adults. 
you know, I I will kind of uh, tell them, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, I uh, gotta behave, uh, treat you like guys, like adults. So uh, if you don't behave like one, I'll treat you like kids. But most of the time, it's just a lie. To be honest, <laughs> it's a lie because you have to you have to step your foot down and you have to tell them this is how it works in my classroom. If you don't like it, you can transfer to another class. You know, otherwise. It, it, they're just gonna run wild and just yeah. disrupt the stu- <laughs> they're gonna disrupt the good students who are okay. there because they pay a lot of money and they want to okay. do something you know so you have to do something about it. you have to treat them like children and you have to kind of like smack down certain behaviors and I think this MOE teachers being defanged and, and being disarmed over the years really you know the, the students who are going to take advantage of the situation will always do it you know and they're gonna be emboldened and I don't know how they're going to bring it around. Like you know, give teachers more power than what? What are you, okay. you going to do? You've been listening to, you've been kowtowing to the bullying from parents for all, so many years. Yeah, who asked? Uh, okay, you're not going to say something. I fucking hate helicopter parents. Eh. If you are a helicopter parent, uh, you think your child is entitled of all this shit that they didn't earn? Uh, oh, you think just your child because is special? Yeah, you think your child is fucking special? I got news for you. You know, you are not special. Your child is not special. None of us are special. We're all going to die in anonymity. So don't think that you're, you know, that you know, like the, the crazy shit that a teacher has got to go through, or think you know what's best for your child in the education system when you yourself are a product of this flawed system. Fuck off, man. No, my child is gonna be the next Lee Kuan Yew. He just needs a <laughs> chance. He just needs more resources, more care and tension. Just need the teacher to suck his cock. <laughs> yeah. So the problem is helicopter parents. The problem is helicopter parents, and and I guess maybe to some extent, uh, teachers who are not willing to stand up to them, uh. And I, I guess I guess we're kind of looking at it on the extremes, lah. There's the mm. helicopter parent, and then there's like, from what we grew up with, the ultra violent motherfuckers <laughs> who won't lay the smack down. So, I mean, we all have stories, lah. I, I got slapped the shit out from my teacher, so yeah, I used to have the ruler, you know, slapping on the palm of my hand and on all knuckles. these on my, yeah, on knuckles. So we kind I'm of PTSD now. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of having the the extremes con- extreme conversation, right? But at the same time, uh, the I think the greatest issue is that supposedly the teachers have already a lot of power in other ways. Maybe not in terms of discipline, but in the way that they teach, in the way that they communicate, so on and so forth. Furthermore, right, in any given situation, if let's say there's a conflict of story between the teacher and the student, we tend to follow the uh, the teacher, correct? We not, tend to not if you're a helicopter parent, uh, right? The, the the parent is just one entity, correct? No? Then right. after that, there's the school, then there's the higher levels of whatever disciplinary action that may be taken, you see. So as a result, uh, if you give the teacher too much power in this case, right, there's also avenues of abuse, which is mm-hmm. often the case in terms of any power structure, any, any given system where someone lords over another person, right? Giving them too much power just ends up with avenues of abuse. And this abuse can take on in many forms. Can be emotional, can be sexual, can be physical. We don't know, right? I think the solution in all of this, right? Like I said, we're kind of focusing on the wrong thing. We're kind of focusing on what is the cure for something, right? That's inherently human. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can put a bandaid over over such a thing as bullying. I think Dan and I were discussing on the train earlier mm-hmm. that I think the main problem, especially in our society, is that we are very Asian and we are not taught how to deal with conflict in the first place on two levels I mean physically which Dan always says that if he ever has children all children guy or girl must go through physical uh, you you all don't look surprised <laughs> all of them must go through martial arts training because he believes we discussed this before yeah <laughs> 
Because see, he wants children to be able to defend themselves, but that's just defending yourself physically. Mm-hmm. But there's also being able to defend yourself like emotionally and socially. So in that sort of situation, if you're that kind of we're we're taught as kids generally, like if someone's bullying you, you just like shout out keep quiet. And which then enables the thing to sort of go on. And then if you report, you then become like, oh, you get targeted as a title tale. So actually what is the right thing to do? So the question is, if you are the person who is being bullied, what is the best thing for you to do? How do you emotionally emotionally and socially protect yourself in that kind of environment? Basically, what kind of witty response can you give to like to shut down the bullies altogether? The people's elbow. <laughs> just just Physical again. Yeah, just just do the rock, man. Yeah. Actually these days, right, I would say kids have a lot more at their disposal if they if they can if this is very difficult, I understand, because at the age, they probably have a lot of emotions. But if they can suppress those emotions and those anxieties, there's a lot of information out there. You can just go... Information warfare is amazing. You can just go dig through your bullies, Facebook or right. social media account right. and dig up all the... You know, you go to the parents. They, they're going to link to their parents. Go to the parents and go and dig out all the shit, you know. You're gonna have a lot of very very interesting information to to kind of drop somewhere, you know. You can post things. I and, guess, I guess. You so know, tit for tat lah. Yeah. Yes, you you escalate, but at the same time, you know, if if let's counter bullying with more bullying. Yeah, no? counter bullying with more bullying. Exactly. <laughs> but we're not we're not saying the solution of bullying to to bullying is no bullying. To to right? to, to go back to the Mito school though, what happened was that one of the instances that the sister tweeted was that this lady who was being bullied, this girl who was being bullied, stood up herself, stood up for herself, and yelled back vulgarities at the bullies. And then, after that, the bullies conspired, and then brought attention to the teacher, and then the teacher scolded the poor girl for standing up. Of course, to the teacher, the teacher doesn't know. The teacher only sees or, or hears about then, this student. Who yeah, and then imagine the, stu- the teacher now have disciplinary action against, the stu- against that said student. Correct, mm-hmm. no? If, let's say, now uh-huh. they are able to enact whatever punishment as a result of the bullies you know tattling tail on her then we are in the same fucking shit show the the problem worsened nothing gets solved and then now we have a probably a suicidal student on hand okay yeah Can yeah I yeah actually hey now that you jump onto this so after this whole whole issue this this whole thing has happened right i think the student the poor girl is going to be even more bullied or, or worse more ostracized everybody's like don't talk to her just don't fucking acknowledge her presence don't talk to her don't don't even you know be near her. So that's, that's the, that's even worse than getting bullied, like pure ostracization. I think that's going to happen to her now. You know, I think the parents got no choice but to bring her out of the school. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I agree with you that nothing, nothing good has come out of this whole mess. There's no good solution to any of this. The only thing I can say to the girl, right, as someone, my, myself being bullied before, all I can say is, uh, learn how to throw a punch off. Like, really, yeah. Nine, Using nine, violence nine. to solve everything is the, <laughs> is the best way. So, so John's John's solution is shouting vulgarities back at your bullies is no, not no. a solution. No, that's terrible. <laughs> but punching is. Punch, yeah. <laughs> no, you shout vulgarities, right? Nothing gets solved, is it? And you just look uh, like a true. fucking idiot. Like, okay, either you, either you get it up there, right, with the bends, right, with the banter, uh, you like become some sort of banter master. Okay, which, which a lot of people they are not able to do it's actually very difficult to engage in banter as far as I'm concerned I'm the king of banter here no one can no one holds their holds you know their standard up to my standard which is you know it's fine guys it's you're cool. on a different plane yeah. John yeah. you are a bit of an extrovert maybe yeah. I noticed that you you know when doing the podcast gatherings you're like, you are a bit of an extrovert so 
that being said, right, not everybody can do that, right? But everybody can throw a punch. Like, everybody can learn how to do the people's elbow, to to learn how to kick people in the shins. Lydia? Yep. Um, this is a quick question. I've never really asked you this. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in secondary school or JC, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever been bullied or have you ever witnessed someone getting bullied? Oh, totally. Uh, bullied? And please tell us a tale of this, this bullying tale. Mm. Just for like a female perspective side of things. Because I don't know how girls... Sort the more shit More emotional out. Anyway, so because... So there were, there, were a lot, there were a lot of Malays in the school and they were, a lot of them were Malay speaking. Very few or none of them were very... were more English educated. So I'm more English educated. So I spoke English. I had really bad Malay. but And that made me a target. Lah. So I was just constantly being made fun of. Called name. Yeah, just constantly. I was just, I was just a target. Lah. And it was one of those things like, where you like, just keep quiet. Same old, like what everyone does. Like, you just keep quiet and just... Just ignore. Then just got worse, right? It didn't get worse. I mean, like, nothing physical happened or whatsoever. Then there was one point where I remember, like, one... There was one boy who liked me and then he got made fun of for Dan liking Wong, come me. Back. Dan Wong, you can't <laughs> find this boy anymore. Dan Wong, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Take that knife out of yeah, your pocket, Dan Wong. Busted. You lost one knife fight already. You're going to lose this one too. Lost two. We lost two. <laughs> two knife fights. To, to, to the benefit of audiences, I'm just sitting here doing nothing, staring at my navel, okay, so... And, and John, you can take that dildo out of your mouth now. You don't need it already. <laughs> See, that's that's how you counter a bully. Right there. Using wit and humor. I am for that. I, I'm that, not sure. That is a that correct is strategy. Yeah, I'm very for that. Could be wittier. Could be wittier. Yeah, exactly. I believe in being witty. So the thing I, the thing I didn't like was that was that people always say, oh, just ignore, just ignore. And I actually think this is, a, this is the worst that's a very dumb and not a very empowering advice to yeah, someone who wants to... Which, in, in a way, I actually agree with you when you say throwing a punch because by throwing a punch, you are exhibiting strength, you are ex- exhibiting power within within the context of a social relationship. So what I'm saying is if we're not resorting to violence, how else do you exhibit strength? Which is true. No, you have to make it painful for the bully to pick on you. So meaning to say, if let's say they pick on you, right, and then nothing happens to them, then they will just be emboldened right, to do it again and again and again. But then if, let's say, every time you say some nasty shit, if, let's say, every time Dan Wong says, get the dildo out of your mouth, John, then after I punch him square in the mouth, <laughs> how many times is he going to say it to me, right? Even even if he punches me back and even if he hypothetically in a magical land where he's 10 times stronger than he is now wins that fight, he still don't want to get punched in the mouth every time he says the same phrase. Because it makes it pain... If you make it painful for him, then... They have to think twice about doing it again. Basically, John is saying you have to uh, invoke Pavlov's uh, Pavlov's way of working uh, with dogs, uh. or just or just a simple strategy yeah. of deterrence. Yeah, <clears throat> learn uh, learn response. Okay. Mm. Anyway, I'm sorry that 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 those people called you bad names, Kitty. It's okay. I bet they are like fucking failures, and they are like dying out in the gutter somewhere. I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> I think another thing, we... or maybe they are getting elected. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Let, let's let's zoom out a little bit. So a lot, of, a number of people on Facebook have been saying, "Oh, the Mito school fucking tam liao." Now education minister has got to take a step in and tell them to a hey, you are. What 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 are the the consequences that will happen to a school when the when the minister has his eye of Sauron on you? I have no idea, sir. All the all the principles wish or uh, dreams of being promoted are gonna be halted. Oh no! Is, is that how it works? Is that how it works? I the think, vice principal principal. I, I think they'll be scrutinized for sure. All their reviews probably will be taken into consideration. So do Singapore schools have this kind of system where there is a review kind of... Yeah, that, that, the whole reason why teachers are so, 
you know, humpty these days is because they're not being paid a lot. They're being asked to do a lot of work. And those who are trying to climb a ladder has to fucking suck balls of their department heads and their principals. You know, your the, the principal is the one that's re- doing, making sure that your review is positive so that you get a promotion. You know, it's not external from the, the school to come and review you. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so, I, may, I may be wrong here. Anyone okay. working no, in MOE? I think, I, think I think you're right. Because it doesn't make sense for an external party to come in and review. Ma, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Because the principal is the boss of the school and he or she knows uh, what's going on. And they, they are the ones who are grading your performance reviews. So if you don't appease the people who are giving you the reviews a positive grade, then you're going to be stuck. Some people are fine getting stuck. You know, they're going to teach there five years, get out and run their own tuition center and rake in $20,000 a month. <laughs> but then there are others who are have some ambition in MOE. I don't know. I mean, this this kind of shit happens daily, right? I mean, there must be a thousand cases of this daily. Kind of. But then this one Malay girl, Kana Dumbo, you're a Dumbo elephant. Then suddenly, Ong Ye Kun got to come out. Bullying is not tolerated anywhere, <laughs> except for Roy Ng. Except for that one guy, bullying is tolerated. And then this is somehow racist. Okay, lor. very good. Lor. So John, the, the bully, and I know you know this, the bully will never see themselves as the bully. So What the fuck? I know you know this. What the fuck? Yeah, the bully will never see themselves as the bully. If you are bullying, you wouldn't know that you are a bully. Does John, that make were sense? you ever bullied? I was bullied and I was a bully. You did so, both. Yeah, I did both. I extorted kid I extorted money from the kid <laughs> and then uh, and then I got and then I got beaten up for looking like an Angmore guy. So, <laughs> How do you get beaten up? Actually last time I was very small. Oh my god, yeah, you just skinny, compensated skinny. for Actually I even I wasn't even tall back when I was young. I only became I only had my growth spurt when I was like seventeen years old. Oh that's so late. Yeah, I grew I grew like ten CM a year afterwards. Yeah. And, then, and then you just towered over everybody and then, yeah, it's like no fucking joke all of a sudden I, be, I, I immediately became tall everyone was shocked like what the fuck were you eating John <laughs> then after that and even, but even then I was I think I said this story before but I, I was so underweight they actually put me in tough club can you imagine like you know tough club you, you think that it's for the fat kids right but because I was so severely underweight they put me in tough club because it's the trim it's actually it's the trim and fit club and I was neither trim nor fit <laughs> This is yeah. Actually, I do want to know what, what what what. Okay, now that you're older, what what accounted for your growth spurt? Actually, I have no idea. I re- I honestly don't know. I'm just a late bloomer. Is is your mom really tall? Yeah, my mom is really tall. Okay, lor. Yeah, she's very tall for a woman of her generation. Oh. Hmm. She's like one seven four. That's my height. Yeah, that's pretty tall. You can't be one seven four. Well, I, I am one seven. I'm one seven four. You are one seven. I'm one seven four too, Jerry. You must be taller than me. I'm not taller than you, Jerry. I just have a bigger presence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Jerry. Don't be angry, but you know it's true. I like to put myself out there. But oh, then, I thought yeah. you were making fun of your weight or something. Oh, that too. Right? <laughs> so, so one quick thing is that Lydia and I were having some drinks, and then in a state of intoxication, Lydia told me Lydia realized that actually I'm quite fat. Then she she told me one day on our way to our new house, she was like, "Well, I was intoxicated at night. I just realized one thing, uh, that." You're actually very fat. I didn't say Na- that. Then she's like, now I'm looking at you, like, you know, when I'm sober and you're like my beautiful husband again. But you know that night when I was, you know, very drunk, you, you just look. Kind of disgusting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I Kitty, didn't I'm say sorry. That. I'm sorry. I didn't my say love. that. I'll try to lose weight, okay? It's okay, la. Just, just head to the gym and. We borrow Angie's, uh, Angie's personal trainer, yeah. yeah. That guy, damn strong, uh. I'm very scared of him. 
Maybe we shouldn't hire actually, Angie's trainer. Actually, then yeah. you're not fat, lah. But you you do cool, you do kind of look like a like a lump of jelly. So <laughs> gummy bear, gummy bear. Yeah. So cute. Actually, I'm also starting to look like way. So I I also on short short notice now. Ah, last warning already. So yeah, we're on the same fucking boat. I do have one conclusion though on what I think is the most efficient way to combat the bullies. I think right, you must be a very committed actor, and you must act. Like you are like possessed by some demon, so whenever you get bullied, you're like, ah, well, come this in your like a dreams. dreams. <laughs> I curse you. <laughs> and after that, you go back to normal. Hi, Susie. What happened? I think I'll bully more. <laughs> no, that that every time you bully, then you're like, you bully me some more. I just smack you across the face. Cut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, but you must be very committed if you're the the kind like the Benedict Cumberbatch actor kind. You super committed, right? Yeah, yeah. This, this, it can work, no? I, I have I have I have heard reports before of people uh, on the. This is not in Singapore, by the way. This is like in the cold hard streets of Brooklyn. This guy getting mugged, right? He just looked at at his mugger. Then he's like, okay, I'll give you whatever I want. He took off his pants, took off his underwear, and then let his dick. Then he like wag his dick around a little bit. Then the the robber didn't fucking know what to do. He just ran away. Yeah, you, I mean, you need to be like. Extra crazy lah. Yes, yeah, you must yeah, do something. Yeah, you must quite, do something they don't expect. Crazy anybody, Unexpected right? behavior, yeah. <laughs> to throw him off, right? Yeah. yeah. Because they're yeah, like, yeah. the expected yeah, the behavior is, oh, naked, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm scared, I'm scared. But then you do <laughs> add the, the actual opposite, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I, think I can I can strip naked in front of a, of a, of you a robber. S- you took off your clothes without saying anything here once before. Sir, I, I merely took off my shirt. Not all my clothes. Okay. Well, okay, uh, that certainly won't get I you can, into trouble. I can prove how this is effective because Dan actually uses this technique with mm. those like card, credit card salespeople like at the MRT station. <laughs> Do you guys want to know? Yeah. Okay, okay. So when we, when we are walking at the MRT station and all these like insurance guys or credit card guys come to, our, uh, to, come to us, he will do something, he will always do something like he will try to create something like so sometimes he will shoot them with an imaginary machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> You do a Mexican standoff thing. <laughs> yep, yep, I do that. Yeah. I do that. Sometimes he will squawk. Yeah, yeah, I heard of that. I heard of that. Yeah. Like I heard him told he he told us that before. Yeah, he will squawk or he will shoot them with machine gun. Sometimes a bazooka. Sometimes bazooka. Yeah. Sometimes Rambo we got here. <laughs> okay, now now I feel bad. Okay, these these people are just out to earn a living. They, these are their jobs. And I'm sorry for doing that, but I maybe just can't be stopped that day. And this is my way of saying no. It's but it's very effective, uh. Yeah. And and then and then they'll just turn around and walk away, or they'll get shocked and then they'll run away. So yeah, it, it works, it works. Yeah. That's my suggestion. Yeah, but they're not fucking bullies, like all of them. No, this is a terrible suggestion. Please audience don't do it. Oh I think I'll get punched, man. You know, those kind of uh, extreme reactions, right? Also, kind of embolden bullies to do it more because they're like, hey, every time you poke this person, right, you get that kind of reaction. It's very funny. You know, they, <laughs> they'll do it more. And, you know, it, instead of becoming like a victim of uh, bullying, you become like kind of like an entertainment for them. Correct. In a way, I don't know if that's better or worse, to be honest. Sometimes bullying also happens because you want to remain in that group of friends, I guess. Like, you know, because you're a kid, you want to belong somewhere. What happens when the group that you want to belong in has a bully who is, like, low-key bullying you? 
Right? Like, he will not have the strength to, like, like leave the group entirely, maybe. Alright. Okay. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah, I think we squeeze yes. this topic dry, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No more already. Well, good luck to the girl from Mito School. Uh, I hope you grow up to be a, a stunning and brave woman. <laughs> Who knows how to use the people's elbow. Yeah. Who will become a full SJW and uh, let... <laughs> Tell other, tell Chinese men to donate money to her to fight the patriarchy. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. So election season is around the corner. Woo. Anyone excited? Who's excited for five I'm more years? Super of excited. So we're gonna have another five more years of PAP, but however. They, they'll give me, they give me free hand sanitizer over for them. They already are giving Oh yeah, shit. You wanted I to downgrade your house so that you get more money from the, from the GST, uh, from the <laughs> rebate. Fucking idiot. <laughs> For all our lovely fans who adore Dan Wong, <clears throat> you, you, you know that Dan Wong runs a collective called A Good Citizen, and we do a lot of uh, political, politically themed cartoons and artwork, and we shine the brightest during election season, when, you know, the government dissolves, and you can say whatever you want about, about the leaders, because they are no longer people in power, they've lost their power. <laughs> And then, you know, all this... That's uh, not how it works, by the way, but okay. Uh, it yeah. doesn't work, anyway. No, but actually, anyway... No, no, you tell me how it works, tell me how it works, tell me how it works, tell me how it works. There's still law and order yeah, there. Yeah, uh, you think what? Just because there's no parliament, then what? You can't get, you can't get your ass thrown in jail? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, that's my next let's, let's rape and loot and, and <laughs> kick down doors and... No, uh, doors, I like, mean, like, let's say if you want to draw Lee Kuan Yew as a, as a monkey, for instance. I think he'll still... No, he, well, well, his family can still go after you. When I draw him as a monkey? Yes. As a monkoid, as a Donkey Kong monkey. Donkoid? <laughs> Alright, back, back to the topic at hand. You wanted to say something about the good citizen? <laughs> no, that, that's about it. Oh, that's yeah. about it. So when the elections come, I'm super excited because that means a lot of fun stuff for me to draw. All the politicians will say stupid things. I will get to draw it out. I will get to make fun of them and the whole of Singapore gets to have a laugh. Okay. So the first thing I want to touch on, right, is our voting system. This already presents itself uh, in... A lot of problems if you understand how votes work. La. Okay. I mean, most people think of it as a very straightforward, or oh, I just go to the ballot box and I just put in one vote and then boom, that's the end of it. But actually, the, the system is a little bit more complicated than that. So obviously, there's the GRC and the, as a, and the SMC. How it works is, let's say there is the John Wong party, there's mm-hmm. the Lydia party, mm-hmm. and then there's the shit at the sun party. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the shit at the sun party gets 5% because nobody wants to shit on the sun. And then the Libya party gains 40% because we need a strong, stunning, brave, independent woman in parliament. However, John Wang, the bully, the psychopath who managed to convince everyone that both of these jokers are awfully, are awful, I get 55% of the vote. Okay? Because I'm the man benefiting from the patriarchy and Chinese privilege. So as a result, right? I win 55% of the votes. However, within this constituency, right, once I win, I win not take all. That means I'll, I'll, I'll count all the votes, right, towards me. And then you move on to the next GRC, SMC, so on and so forth. By the time you calculate it all, whoever wins the most amount of people, uh, the most amount of the the constituency will get to form government within parliament. So that's generally how it works. (laughs) Okay. So first pass the post have a lot of criticism. Uh, generally, it works very well for the incumbent. Okay? It, works, it works extremely well for the people who are already in power. Of course, that's not to say that it doesn't work for the opposition. It, 
Because the opposition, whenever they win, they also get all the votes in the constituency. So it works both ways, both for and against the incumbent. That's how uh, PAP lost a whole bunch of people down at the Aljuni, right? When mm. they lost one GRC, suddenly like four or five people out of power. Yep. So what do you guys think of this um, particular voting system? Actually, I was wondering, are there, are there countries that don't follow this sort of system? Have. Yeah, North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one one man no vote. Uh, we are one man one vote, one woman no vote. Uh, and then in North Korea is no man no vote. Okay. Uh, North Korea is you can vote all you want, but one man only only one man wins. Yeah, I don't know if there's any country. Okay, so there's the alternative uh system that's proposed right is the the multiple choice one. So the reason why first past the post is generally terrible is that. What happens in a in a multi multi corridor fight? So let's say in a three way fight, in the example that I gave. Let's say for example, right, that shit on the sun party, right, is actually closer to your ideology than uh, Lydia's ideology. Okay. Really? However, you know that a vote to shit on the sun, right, is a vote for nothing. Like you know that this person is not going to get enough to be able to form anything. So you you kind of like. Okay, la, I don't really have a choice. Then Bopin, I go and vote for someone who is much closer aligned, but then someone who's going to win. So that, that way, right, I deprive the person that is against me the votes. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So in the case, let's say, there's the 5% that voted for shit on the sun. And then let's say there's another about 5 more percent, right? From my, that, that the votes went to me, they were supposed to be on shit on the sun, but then they didn't want to vote for shit on the sun because they know that they will lose. Yeah, you'll lose for sure. Yeah. Mm. So if she on the sun was to be out of the race, right, then this 10% uh, might go to Lydia. You see? So then as a result, Lydia might be able to form government as a... But because you're in the way, right, you, you block my path, uh, you block Lydia's path, right? Correct. So as a result, I benefit from that. So first past the, first past the post have this inherent problem. Mm. So the other alternative is, okay, let's have a multiple choice. So I put my first choice as she on the sun, then my second choice as... Uh, the John Wang party, then the third choice, Lydia party. You see? So by the time we calculate, right, if let's say, okay, if let's say for sure, she on the sun cannot, cannot work, then after that, we will go on to your next, your next uh, vote. Mm-hmm. You see? And we go down mm-hmm. the list from there. Mm-hmm. Does anyone do this? I don't think so. As far as I know, it's been proposed. Uh, it's yeah. been proposed by a lot of so-called political scientists mm-hmm. as a much more <coughs> fair way. Um, and it's also a little bit, better for smaller parties mm-hmm. where they are not so popular mm-hmm. but they have maybe good ideas or they have very strong grassroots support or strong populist support. Mm. Um, How the opposition in Singapore deals with this is that they have these secret opposition meetings where they gather and then they try to work out who is contesting where so they do not do like three cor- corner fights yeah. in uh, each SMC which I think it's working to a certain extent. That may or may not be the case in these upcoming elections. Oh, why do you say so? No, I mean, they, they always have these alliances, but it doesn't mean that every election they will always do this. Politics is all about backstabbing yeah. anyway. So there's not, there's, I mean, we can all have secret agreements all you want, but it might be availed to nothing. Huh? Politics is about making life better for the average common citizen, John. Yeah, take that. Now take that dildo out of your mouth then, Wong. <laughs> and your ass. Yeah, and your ass. <laughs> Form the shit on the sun party and tell me how that fucking works. 
Yeah, but it's interesting that you talked about ideologies because at the end of the day, Singaporeans don't really vote along ideological lines. They just vote on a, I want to get a lift upgrade. At the end of the day, who's giving me $2 chicken rice packet? We don't really... <laughs> stop, stop making our electorate sound like they are like foolish, No, stupid, but it's true. Eh? Does, anyone, does anyone go like, a, yeah, you know, Bernie's ideas? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, no one, no one has any particularly different ideologies. It's, it's a, okay, in modern politics, ideology has become a bit of a dirty word. So, the, the narrative that politicians are, are trying to peddle now right, is, oh, let's do what works. You see, let's, let's find a way to, to figure out the best solution, so on and so forth. However, the, the problem with all of this, right, is that naturally, even if you were to discard ideology, even if you were to say, okay, I, I will not follow any doctrine that's written down by men who are long dead, you still have a certain set of ethics that you follow. You're either a utilitarian, you're deontology, so on and so forth. You do what is good for the masses or you do what is good for, you know, you do what is right and proper. So and so forth. That the, the ethics that, that form your values, right, will fundamentally alter the solution that you propose in any given situation. That is not to say that there's, is all, uh, politics is devoid of ideology. It's just that maybe we don't say it out as loudly as before. We don't proudly proclaim our particular tribal affiliations. But I think it's still there. I, I think it's still very important and I, I kind of wish for, for the old days when people kind of like proudly say, oh, you know what? I'm a fucking socialist or you know what? I'm a communist and so on and so forth. Like they just probably just plant their flag on the ground and just die on the hill, you see? But we don't have that now. Eh? That's what I'm saying. Eh? Which is actually a, 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 to me, is a detriment. No? They've been bullied out of the political sphere. <laughs> wow. Jerry. I, I, I don't think any apathetic Singaporean can even We'll, we'll know what flags they are to plant. I yeah, think. they won't. They won't know how to categorize their ideologies in the first place. Well, you all think very lowly of Singaporeans. You right? try ah! I dare you ah! You go do a long time <laughs> okay. kiddie box right. on the street okay, ah! Then you do it ah! On the street yeah, Let's oh, go, let's shit. go. Let's no, take... What's your ideology? Okay, okay, okay. I bet you, you can get one already. Ah, I see me ideology. Oh no! Now I'm the one that's making fun of the average Singaporean ah, on the street. See? I must be, I must no, be castigated true. for and such actions. And if I ask you guys to, to, you know Nia, this one I know yours. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah you yeah, know point, Lydia's pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even the rest of us, how do we even really describe yeah, our I own w- ideologies? I would say mine is all over the place. Mine's all over the place also. Yeah, yeah. yeah you take, you take what works from different ideologies. Mm, uh. Same. So I think that's the thing about Singapore, we, we, it's very hard for us to work on ideological lines, but, yeah, I mean, even when you guys spoke to Chi Sun Juan, What's his ideology? Is it? Yeah, how, how do you know if Chi Sun Juan goes to power, he won't do the same thing like, and ban all e scooters and PMDs off the. Don't know. Of course, I think more people should be involved in politics. Lah. More people should be interested in it. Because for a very simple reason, politics is interested in you. Without you, politics won't work. But then if you are unaware of politics, right, it will function without you. And without, and without power, you can affect nothing. So you need to understand the power that you have and you need to understand what is it that you can do. Yeah, I, I, when I went to a politics class in university, my, my lecturer, my prof actually say something very important. Um, the rich people go and vote because they know what that vote stands for and they know what they can influence with that vote. Yep. And a lot of the people who are on the poorer or lower strata of, uh, finance, uh, you know, they're so, Social status. The low SES people. Yeah, the lower SES people, right? The people they, who only cannot, eat, cannot afford fish and... Whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they would, they would pretty much 
I mean, in Singapore, it's not a case because everyone has to vote or you lose their right. But for a lot of people in other countries, like say, for example, in North America, it'll be like, you know, oh, it's very far to go to a voting center. I'll just not vote, you know, or I don't care because whatever I do, my one vote doesn't doesn't count. But actually, it does, you know, it, because if, if enough of you actually don't think about it and just anyhow cast your vote, then... It's it's not gonna it's not gonna turn out the way you want you know if you have a a, a vision of what you want for the country then just go and fucking vote lah. That is true. Is Pritam Singh coming for our podcast? No. Huh? Why oh, you asked him? Is, is and, Angie has us? Angie has no response. Yeah, for him Mr. Yet. Singh, sir, this is a plea to you, sir. We are the Longkang Kiddies. We have got a very high listenership. You should consider coming onto your podcast to talk to talk to us about the ideology of Workers Party. Because <laughs> you're the boss now, right? You're the Tafit Yan, right? Yeah. But he's a busy guy. So I'm sure you can spare a, a, a one hour on Sunday, like what Dr. Chi Soon John has done. That's mm. true. It'd be fun. Yeah, your audiences will know you better. He has an actual GRC to run. Huh? That's true. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> hey, no, anyhow, you want to achieve it. Sorry, Dr. We go to your GRC. Uh, we tongue out equipment to your GRC. Walao. We come to you. We come to you. Yeah, okay. if Muhammad don't come today. Mountain, I, I forgot. Something Sorry. about mountain and Muhammad. Okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so Pritam Singh did say that the new GRC and uh, SMC boundaries that are drawn by the electoral division uh, is uncanny, but he was being very polite. Okay, so for our audiences, what happened recently was that the boundaries have finally, finally been released. And one of the things that uh, the Workers' Party is taking offense at is that uh, the, the, the few SMCs which they work very hard in, you know, to garner support, make friends, build rapport with the, with the, uh, citizens or, or, or constituents. The SMCs were, were dissolved, right? Yeah, into gone, larger yeah. four-man GRCs. So there's been three, there's been Azop, uh, San, Pongo East, and Sengkang West. Yes. And then there's been four new SMCs that's been introduced. So, because I'm an idiot, because I already am an idiot. Now I was asking Lydia on the train, uh, so how is Workers' Party being disadvantaged because of this? Uh? So Lydia very astutely explained to me. Oh shit, I have to explain. <laughs> but I can't use my fingers to explain. Oh shit. <sighs> <laughs> try, fine, try, try. fine. I try to explain. No, obviously if the SMC gets dissolved, all the supporters within the SMC, their vote gets diluted when it is put together with the rest of the GRC, which then they are fighting with other people in another GRC who might be PAP supporters. That's it. Their vote gets diluted at the end of the day. So this method of redrawing boundary lines along the electoral map, so on and so forth, right, is called gerrymandering. It's also a dirty word. Uh, I'm not going to accuse the PAP of gerrymandering. I'm just going to explain what it is so as I said before, because you it's a winner gets all vote right. Winner gets uh takes all the voters. So an easy way right to dilute your opponent's power is to simply break up their basis of power. So let's say I know that from block one to block ten, uh majority of the people in these blocks they are uh WP supporters, right? So rather than let them be in one SMC, one constituent. I'll separate them out. So the boundary right, will be drawn at block 5, for instance. So block 1 to 5 uh, is this SMC, and then the block 6 to 10 is another SMC or GRC. So as a result, right, I'm able to fracture the my opponent's power base. Of course, in Singapore's case, right, it's not so clear-cut. Lah, and 
in cases of like for example in the US and all that, that one is a that one is more egregious. They they normally they have boundary like for them they have boundary lines like for example along the rivers and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Then suddenly you have one little one little tiny meeple uh, that just like juts out. Spikes out, out. Yeah, 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 that yeah, just yeah, spikes out, right? Yeah. Oh, fucking nowhere, just right across the river. Then you're just wondering to yourself, hey, how come we got this <laughs> one <laughs> fucking metal just like sticking out, <laughs> right? Oh, because there's a rich white neighborhood that we can count. Right, 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 something right, right. like that, you see. Right. So similarly with Singapore, SMC and GRC boundaries are not so clear cut. There are obvious reasons as to why this is needed. Population growth, population shift, position, so and so forth. They used, there wasn't a Sengkang town, don't know, like maybe two decades ago, right? And then now Sengkang is also a, a, a huge population center. So meaning to say that you need to have representative for these people there, Mark, right? Now, you, you start building new HDBs and all that for people who live, then they have no representative. Or their representative is somewhere far away where the majority of their constituents is already in mature estate, so on and so forth. Then obviously, then you might not be high on the priority list. Yes, yes, see? yes, yes. So, so yeah. they, there's a good reason why some of these things have to happen. There's a good reason why SMCs are created and dissolved and so on and so forth. Whether or not the PAP is gerrymandering, right? Okay, I don't want to say lah. Oh, let's not accuse people of things we have no evidence of. Uh, yeah, I wish they did it a bit more blatantly so at least I can put, you know, confidently say it. But, you know, the, the, the reasons as to how the electoral divisions divides these, the country up into all these little, little segments is unknown to us. And I'm, I'm sure they're basing it off some data. So it is, it is still up in the air at the moment. I can't, you know, with any, any confidence say that they are indeed doing this. Okay. Let me tell you my, my biggest problem with 2020 electoral map right now. Okay. okay? So first thing is the number of, the total number of seats have gone up. So in 2015, it was 89 and this year it is 93. So it's gone up by four seats. Okay. Now the math of it, right, is troubling. Right? So, if you have gone up by four seats, meaning to say that there is a population growth. More okay? voters. We don't know how many voters will be in this year. They have some estimate, something along uh, 2,400,090 something. We have something like about 30,000 extra voters, supposedly. Okay? Now, let's take a look at birth rates in Singapore. So, you must be minimum 21 years to vote. Now it's 2020. So meaning to say, the the person who is able to vote will be born in 1999. Okay. So let's look at the year 1999. Birth rate, oh, what do you know? It's about 1.47 per woman. Okay. 1.47 per woman, okay. For the past few years prior to that, okay, so not everybody gets the into the window, right? There's a five-year window. So we look at the past four years, the birth rate, right? Is only like 1.6, 1, 1.5. You see? So actually the birth rate is going down. Mm. The birth rate is going down for the past four years prior to 1999. So why is there suddenly an increase in population? You see? Uh, I mean, it's definitely new citizens, right? It cannot be anything else, right? It has to be new citizens. It has to be, right? Yeah. Of course, if they have done it in 2021, uh, the election, right? Then they would have a better excuse because in the year 2000, year of the dragon, uh-huh. Then we have a, oh, huge, a huge population spike right, right. at one point six. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, then it makes sense. Yeah, we have new new blood coming in, ma. Right on. Hmm. So once again, right, all this is fishy, funny business. What to make of this conclusion? 
I leave it to you. Smells funny. Smells funny. <laughs> you need a fart Smells worse here. than the Wuhan fish market. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's shaking his head. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> Did not go there, John. China. Hey, you know, they're just China. 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 Just to, just to get into, get into this, huh? If one woman produces 1.447 children, <laughs> am I right to say that for every two married women or two women, that will produce about three children, right? Thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, thereabouts, right? So we are not even at the population replacement rate. That means it means it definitely means to say that based on the number of people dying and based on the number of people giving birth and having children, our population should be on a downward trajectory. Of course, not so drastic, lah. It won't be. It it won't be dropped like hundred thousand or whatever. But certainly, it will not increase by, you know, whatever thirty or fifty thousand. But it's quite. Uh, quite amazing because if I'm not wrong the previous round of elections right we Singaporeans who didn't vote was something in like hundreds of thousands really There's quite a lot who didn't vote it's about 2% lost, yeah they yeah. lost their uh, 2% will be 60,000 they, they lose they lose forever no no you can reapply oh, oh yeah. you have to reapply you to have to go right? through you have to really, literally jump through hoops of fire to tell people why you know why you couldn't vote the last round so can I assume that those 2% are forever lost to us we don't know. Yeah, possible. Time bastard, eh? Why not? Yeah. I mean, if let's say you're, you're, like, right? you're an uncle collecting cardboard on the street, you don't really give a damn on politics. You don't give a damn yeah. on anything. Yeah, you yeah. just you just maybe collect cardboard on the street. Yeah. Yeah. But the, funny, reapply. but the funny thing is, right? I mean, depending on how you look at the situation, I think it's to PAP's detriment that they don't uh, have, they don't allow these people to vote again. Generally speaking, yeah. I think these people will be for the PAP and yeah, they're just too lazy much. to vote. Yeah. Because they know that PAP is going to yes, win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Conversely, right, if you're an opposition party and you know that you're basically facing Goliath, right, you double down your fucking efforts and you make double sure uh, that you set three alarm clocks and you get to the fucking polling station on time and to go and vote. Okay, the last, <laughs> the last two, the last two elections I went at 745, man. What? Yeah. Crazy. Why, 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 why you go so early for what? 745, yeah. la. I thought they give you like a time slot, right? No. Uh, no, I think. They no. give you a location and then yeah. give you roughly what time. They don't give you a time slot. Is yeah, yeah. yeah. Us, they don't give us a time yeah. slot. Yeah. My polling center, my mom's place was uh just like a few blocks over, so I just walk over at seven seven thirty, line up, get it done, then the rest of the day I'm fine. Oh. You know, now that the wolf flu is flying around, maybe they'll give us a time yeah, slot. Yeah, maybe they'll yes, give us okay, time so slot. Yes, okay, so let's go one round around the table very quickly. Okay. Do you think that the elections is going to happen in April ish, April, May ish, right? Even though COVID is around. Okay, I will go first. The answer is no. Next. Most likely, I think I anticipate June. Now. I think June. I, I think they have until next year to to call elections, right? This they year, like, they have to year. call. No, they have to call this year. I think. I think it'll be after Hari Raya, which would be late May. They'll probably announce. Then, like John said, the actual elections will be in June. However, the prime minister may advise the president to dissolve parliament before the five years period is up. Yeah, yeah, they can do early or they, the earliest they can do is which might be happening April. in April, May yeah. or September 2020. It's so it can't be, 20, it can't be 2021. Yeah. My gut tells me September. That's what my gut tells me. Okay, we got a September, okay. we got a June, we got a late May to June and We Jerry haven't dissolved the parliament yet. So once the parliament is dissolved then they must do it in a, within three months. Yeah, within, within three months. Yeah. Yeah. I think only now only the writ of election has been drafted, is it? Yeah, yeah. Only recently, yeah. So yeah. it's this year, this year. My but bad, either bad. the writ or the or the or the the committee that does the boundaries of the map, la, of yeah. the electoral map, either one of those, lah. 
That's why everybody's getting fucking excited now. Yeah. The precise timeline, I, I don't know for sure. Latest but. is September 2020. Yes, sir. And that's why, that's why I'm glad that we have got this down, you know, on audio so that we will know who is right or wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Everything is a contest Everything. to you. Yes. You want to take out your dick now? Measure yes. it. I think it will be July or June, June, July, before National Day for sure. I think, I think July is already cutting it very close to National Day. It's too close to National Day already. I no. think it has to be after National Day. That's what my gut tells me. Yeah. Before National Day. Hey, if they lose, then National Day, like, them, them jala la. You know? What do you mean? They won't they lose. Because the of COVID-19, win. The they people won't win no matter what. I know what. they that's won. The worst, that's the worst situation because, you know, they, whatever it is, everyone is kind of like praising Singapore's response for COVID-19. They're not going to lose. Yeah, yeah, very you see some of the, the articles that come out praising Singapore's yeah. response. Like, very Lydia, Lydia and I were discussing, right? If if the like you know the ministers wake up every morning, then they see they the media. news, then they yeah. jerk off to it. They're like, oh, oh yes, oh yes, we we handled the crisis very well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna leave this part in. <laughs> That's true. Die ready. Die ready. I will, I would do that if I was a minister. Maybe as well. Yeah, good thing no one's gonna vote for you, Dan Fucking Wong. Nobody's gonna vote for the Nobody shit on the sun party, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I do a good job uh, for my constituents and help people, I get orgasm. Ah, isn't that great? I'm actually the no, true you... person, the best person to work for you because you know that I really, really, really want to. No, I, I, I guarantee you, right? What you'll do, ah, uh, you get someone a lift upgrade, uh, you go to every household, and you say, hey, I got you the fucking leave, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. MP. Oh. <laughs> 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 Bastard, the oh worst. my god, oh, what if it's so great? Oh. <laughs> Jesus, then you're making me very uncomfortable. Uh. <laughs> Lydia is just like smiling, like, I'm used to this shit already. Good luck no, to you. No, I'm rethinking the vows that I gave. <laughs> Sorry, baby, I tricked you into marrying me. Yeah, funny thing is, I got uh, I got two photos, two uh, those uh, Instax photos with the same MP from. He came to visit my mom. I took a photo of him. He uh-huh. came to visit my place. I took yeah. a photo of him. So I got the photos of my... Were you my wearing your cap for both, so both photos? No, no. I was wearing... The, you know the, the good stuff? The oh, t-shirt stuff that looks yeah, like yeah, a yeah, PAP yeah, logo? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Ah, well done. Well That's done. hilarious. Yeah, he must have gotten a good laugh. And which MP was this? Uh, it's... Heng Chi Hao. Heng Chi. Who? Chi Hao. I don't even know who. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, do you have anything else to say regarding the elections, the, the erections? Do you guys want to theorize what will happen if we have all SMCs instead of GRCs? Oh, that'd be so oh, that'd fun. That'd be so fun. I'd be so excited. Actually, I think that would be a better idea. Me too. Yeah. It I just would. makes it, first of all, it just breaks up power. I think the individual representative right, can also be held more accountable for the actions. Uh, in case of any mishandling or whatever, right? It cannot just simply be blamed on. Yeah, I know. Have you seen the West Coast GRC, by the way? The fucking look at the fucking West Coast GRC. Look at it now. It's look. like a giant. It's a fucking it's a giant plot of land, nah. Like what? The All the way man? to Sentosa. No, but but the thing is, most of these places, right, have no residents. Yeah, of course not. But yeah. at the same time, you know, it's a giant mm. plot of land, nah. Like one. It's oh. huge, man. East Coast also, East Coast of Tekong, eh. and they're expanding <laughs> Tekong some more. Ayo. So. It cannot be like, oh, you know, we have so much to handle, we have blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And then it also makes life easier for the opposition. Ah. They are able to campaign a lot more effectively. Mm. I Ch- agree. Chachukang GRC has a lot of sleeping people. Sleeping. In graves. 
Bust. Oh. <laughs> is, that, is, that one one? <laughs> is that some new boomer phrase, Jerry? Maybe. Huh? <laughs> is that stuff that you say 300 years ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. You just are some sleeping yeah. people. Oh, no, sleeping no. Yeah. oh, come on. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Bubonic flick p- puts people to sleep, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think all SMCs will be great. Yeah, I think all SMCs will be great. And at the same time, it may not be great. My God. Jerry, take, take your position. Just take one position. One time. I ask of you. One fucking time. Okay, I'm going to say it may not be great. I'm going to say it may not be great. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say it may not be great. I really feel that Singaporeans, you know, we've, we've, gone, we've gone through just now, like Singaporeans are apathetic and whatever, you know, they, they don't have ideology. They don't, they don't know what they're voting for. And I think they, some people, there are so certain portions of Singaporeans who will vote along ethnicity lines. And a lot of the uh, no race card. Yes, I I think a lot of the uh, really capable minority leaders may not get a, f- a fair shake if we go full SMC. That's the most PAP answer you've ever given. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean it's a very concern. Uh. It, yeah, is, it is. It is. It is, it is a concern. It's very. It's yeah. very PAP things to, to mm. say. I mean, personally, I would not. You know, I would vote based on the ability, based on the person, wh- whether or not a track record is good, but. I have a feeling there are still going to be people who vote along race lines. Well, we're not that enlightened as a population, as a a society. It's like what NG always bitch and moan about, right? Come on, my PM, come on. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it could be right. I mean, what Jerry says, you know what? I'm so glad you take a position. I'm so glad you disagree with us and you come up with a valid point to counsel all of us. (laughs) <laughs> Jerry, can you do this more often? Yeah, let's clap for Jerry. Yeah, let's... Maybe it's because I watch uh, LKY on YouTube. Uh. No, did, did, have you guys seen the video? Which he, one? Which one? There which was one? a video uploaded on YouTube uh-huh. where he explained why they had to break, uh, have to uh, coalesce all the SMZs and the GRCs because of this is one of the biggest reasons. Oh, yeah, it's okay, actually okay. on YouTube. So this hard earned wisdom is actually taken from. But at the same time, right? I mean, if you think about it, uh, okay, a lot of the GRCs, right? When they have the the minimum minority that is needed, right? I mean, you can also kind of criticize that as a form of tokenism. Uh, you know? it's yeah, like, it's true, it's true. It's like, well, I, I must have, I must have that one brown feather on my party. You see, or I must have th- what, that one, you know, whatever, the other, the other race. Like, what the fuck? Can I put a lizard man and then just put it as the other race? Kajit, Kajit. Kajit has wares if you have coin. So then it becomes this thing where it's like, yeah, you know, maybe we we will have greater representation in parliament in terms of on racial lines, but at the same time, you know, isn't it like just tokenism? Yeah, it feels some of some of the some of the uh, MPs that are put in there feels like really just pull someone off the street and pluck them in there because we need someone. No, no, I mean, you, you just find yeah. someone who's just gonna agree with you and be a yes man all the time, one. Right now, at the same time, you just you're just gonna be yeah. You better agree with us, otherwise we'll we just replace you with another brown fellow. So. What's the fucking point in that? Guys, I had a sudden brain spike and I know it doesn't has, has little to do with what we are talking about right now. But you know, recently, right, there was this girl, this quite, quite attractive young lady who went to do an expose on all the, the, like, uh, uh, wealth creation, oh, uh, I channels. Oh, I'll invite her on the podcast. So if yeah, someone yeah. has the lobang uh, to introduce, please. Please, uh, please, please, yeah. Tell us. Yeah. She's from YP, yp.sg, yeah, yellow paper. I have no idea. Okay, we'll find out. We'll find out. Invite her. But do you guys want to do our own, uh, you know, expose of sorts inspired by her? Like we could go to a young PAP rally or something like that, or a young PAP thing, and see how they how they conduct young PAP. I'll leave it to you, young people. 
I'm I'm really over it for it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you actually cannot go to young age yes. pain, but like for reals, for reals. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I cannot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think I'm too unfiltered. If I go there, I'm just gonna like stir up shit. <laughs> I cannot. I, I I don't have I don't have any tolerance for bullshit or nonsense. You no, know, actually, it's funny because I was talking to one of the young PAP members right. when I was in my reservist, and he's like, "Hey, shit, man. Hey, we we really need people who are willing to speak up. You know, it's, it, so far is all all the meetings I go to is all just people shaking hands, handing out business cards, and like, you know, doing business dealings." As a young PAP, you go in as a y- YPAP, right? Yeah. But then you think it's your third top of politics, but actually it's just like making business connect, uh, contacts and networking and stuff like that. Oh, then we should go. I need, I need, I need some business right now. Okay. <laughs> business has been fucking dry. Are yeah. You young? Show them your fucking portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I got a portfolio. Show them your Shamugam as an inquisitor using man oh catches to, <laughs> to clamp the, the fucking. Using the power of Pofma to clamp down some poor citizen and gouge his eye out with his thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I should be selective about what I show. <laughs> yeah, you probably should be. Yeah. You try to be selective, then you unlock your phone. Hey, let me show you. Uh, then unlock your phone is the. Is Lee Kuan Yew as as a as a mechanicus as a Titan mechanicus? Yeah. <laughs> and they hear they hear the podcast your magical moment about the bub- the bubbles LKY DNA that spills out money with COVID-19 <laughs> or how Lee Sin Long might have some pieces of shit fecal matter on his hands <laughs> we all have fecal matter on hands okay don't deny we all have fecal matter okay anyway you guys you got your point very clear I cannot be the inside spy okay <laughs> okay so Lydia I guess you have to be you <laughs> no I'm Malaysian cannot oh yeah too bad well, John, it, it has to be you. Angie is already affiliated with the SDP, so can I? Alright, do we have a... Then you have prepared a whole bunch of magic, magical moments, right? It's not really a whole bunch of magical moments per se, but... I thought you worked extra hard at this or something. Yeah, like five minutes. He he suddenly stopped. We were talking about house stuff in the train. And suddenly he stopped me. And then he was like, Lydia, I just need five minutes. I need five minutes to think. Then I said, okay. And then he just like... He just went into his own zone. Little did I know he was thinking of his magical moments. <laughs> you gotta work, bitch. You gotta and, work. And that was at Dobby Got MRT. We were getting off at City Hall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that is how 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 fast he came out of this. That's how much you care about the long gun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So imagine, right? Imagine, okay. Uh, you have you were you see this like fucking retard in school. You slap the retard around because he's R being word. such a. Loser. We don't say the R word. R word. You can just like, okay, editor. You can just help me like the the R word, okay. So no, you, you, you start, you start. <laughs> Make sure you cannot get into PAP <laughs> Okay, so you start bullying this person But little did you know This person went to a BOMO And the BOMO put a big bad curse on you So the thing is that I'm going to list out five Wait, different when you say bad Is it B-A-T or B-A-D? <laughs> just checking, right? Yeah, no, it's B-A-D, it's B-A-D As you it, will find out later Is it a Oh, turning on, into yeah. a bat like transforming into an actual bat so that you had eaten by a Chinaman or what like <gasps> okay editor you need to censor this out China the China Chinese, Chinese virus, virus. <laughs> you always like China <laughs> China it comes from China Chinese virus comes from China okay yeah sorry cut you okay so you got you have to choose you have no choice okay you must pick one out of these five curses okay so um, allow me to read and describe these five curses you must pick one what you perceive at least to be the least disgusting of all of them. The first scenario is that you grow a hymen in your mouth every single day. 
So imagine, right, there's this flap of skin, much like a hymen, that grows at the back of your throat, okay? So in order to, to speak a little louder or to consume food and drink, okay, you will have to rupture it when you wake up in the morning. So you wake up in the morning, you use your fingers and you, you, you poke your own mouth hymen so that there's, the hole becomes bigger. If you do not poke the hole, every time you eat or drink, you'll be very uncomfortable for you because it's only a very small hole. Can I pause you there for a moment? <laughs> Why? You'll make it more disgusting. Yes. You've got to use a special apparatus that looks like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought! Oh my god. Okay, you can use or don't use it, but the whole th- point is that when you go to sleep... John's dildo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just a dildo there, John. Yeah, let, let me take it out of my ass and uh, put it down my throat. <laughs> so every night when you go to sleep, it regenerates. So you've got to redo the whole thing over and over again. Okay, that is the first curse. Okay? The next curse... For some reason, Wi-Fi and 3G will not work around you unless you hold your breath. So let's say you are doing an email, <laughs> you want to send something, you're going to hold your breath for as long as you can hold, and then for some reason, magically, Wi-Fi and 3G will work. When you stop holding your breath, then the Wi-Fi and 3G will not work. Wait, does, it work does it not work only for me? For you, only for only you. For only for you, because well, you, okay, you have been cursed. cursed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, the next curse is that every time you eat something delicious, the moment you register something delicious in your mouth, right? fungus will grow on a random part of your body. It can be anywhere from the, from the top of your head to the bottom of your foot to the back of your knee. What kind of fungus? It's like, not, not a very malicious kind. It's the kind that can be killed by putting ringworm. antifungal cream. Ringworm, ringworm. No, it's not, it's not as bad as ringworm. It just become very itchy and then the skin will become very scaly. And then if you scratch too much, then, you know, it will become a sore. Yeah, so it's not a very bad, bad fungus. But it's a fungus that will grow, you become itchy and you have to use antifungal cream. Okay, so you look like eczema. The fourth curse, okay, you get a scalp worm. So basically, right, you, you, you know the part of your head, right, where there's no hair, it's like the center of the circle, right? Like a little worm will grow down there and then you'll move about, you'll wriggle about. And then after 30 days, it will drop out, become a butterfly and fly away. Yeah, so it's not harmful to you, but you, people can, if you, people are careful, they can see the worm wriggling out of your head. If you pluck out the worm, okay, your brain will get damaged. You will actually suffer. <laughs> Actual permanent brain damage. So you cannot pluck it out. You know, so for you to grow out and then turn into a butterfly and fly away. Yes. Hang on, so it's just 30 days? Uh? 30 days. Okay. No, 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 no. no. You'll you come back again. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, every, okay. Yeah, it's a recurring thing. All these okay. conditions that I'm describing let, are recurring let things. Let me let me put my prediction right. Jerry yes. will pick the fourth one. Because yeah. he wears a fucking hat. Oh my god, you're right. I didn't foresee this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Terrible. Okay, fuck. Okay, never mind. Okay, the last one. Okay. Okay, I forbid Jerry from picking that one. Yes, Jerry. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you put the hat, then the worm dies and then you get brain damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, you cannot okay. kill the worm, eh. But I don't know whether the worm will die. And then yeah, the worm needs sunlight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so Jerry, you cannot wear there, your hat. you there, Jerry. <laughs> now, bitch. The final curse that you can choose is you get pustules like pimples or cysts, they grow on your body every time you have an orgasm. Okay, let me repeat the five things again. The first thing, and then audiences, feel free to choose our hypothetical, choose the least disgusting thing which you think you have no choice but to choose if this situation befalls you. The first one, hymen mouth. Number two, hold your breath, Wi-Fi and 3G. Number three, fungus when you eat delicious. Number four, scalp worm. Number five, sex pustules. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. The Wi-Fi. Huh. So, cool. very simple. Lah. I'll just get my staff to do my work. <laughs> you don't WhatsApp. You don't anything. Yeah, you, yeah, you cannot WhatsApp. It's you just like, I'll just like, you know, you, you, you just WhatsApp send me. WhatsApp for me. Yeah. Hey, send okay. this message to my wife. Okay. <laughs> if, okay. I, if I choose that, I will live a remote life and I'll be very happy living a remote life. I, I don't think I can live without Wi-Fi and 3G. I'm actually choosing that as well. What? 
Yeah. That's not fire. I'll just hold my breath. I'll just type whatever I need to type. Jerry, I, I hope, I hope, I hope your clients, your clients have sent you fucking 300 megabyte attachment. See how you die. <laughs> <laughs> but Wi-Fi what? only, right? I can use land, ma. No, you just need to put the phone on the table, uh-huh. walk away. Uh-huh. Then the thing will continue to download its own. No, 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 it won't work. It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. So yeah. all my devices. Yeah, are the moment you want something to, yeah. to be transferred to you so or whatever, you have to hold your breath. All my devices will have no Wi-Fi unless I hold my breath. Yes. And I connect to the landline, law. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Even landline, whatever it is, if people are sending data over to you, you must hold your breath. You keep changing the. Yeah, yeah. Cannot, anyhow, only. Cannot just just make the yeah, rules. Yeah, you think you think it will be so easy, man? Well, I just walk away, can really? Of course not, nah. The whole point is that this hypothetical it affects your your ability to receive information to send okay, fine, and receive information. Okay, I have the fucking hymen on my throat. Gross. Oh yeah, you already have the dildo in your mouth, so it's yeah, fine. So <laughs> double now serves both function. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Okay, if okay. I cannot choose the the Wi-Fi one and if I cannot choose the the scalp worm, then I'll choose number five. Sex pastilles. Yeah. Okay, okay, can. Yeah. Makes sense. Because you stopped having sex like <laughs> two hundred years ago. Yeah, That's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but even if you have sex every three days, uh, that means in one month you will only grow ten pastilles. Sex pastilles, right? It's not masturbation pastilles, right? Oh, no, oh, orgasm. Oh, you, it's yeah, orgasm. orgasm. Oh. So you can actually commit anything as long as you don't orgasm, you okay, can, uh. can <gasps> Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might choose sex pastilles also. What about you, Lydia? Sex pastilles. Sex pastilles, okay. Evidently, For, yeah. few of us don't have sex all the time. <laughs> Can you imagine if you are really the MP and then you go yes. there and then every time yes. you get orgasm, you just like, pastille, 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 pastille. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, I think the Hyman one at least is not visible, la, right? Now. I can always keep it as my secret shame. Yeah. And you that's just true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay, every yeah, morning. Every morning. Yeah. Okay. 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 okay, I will choose uh, mouth Hyman as well. So oh, we got two mouth hymens and two sex, sex pastilles. Yeah. Okay. So audiences, please. If not for your stupid the w- continu- continuous shifting of the Wi-Fi thing, uh, the Wi-Fi one would have been the yeah. The Wi-Fi I think so. the whole point. The yeah. whole point is people cannot send information to you. Yeah. So anyway, there's something I can't live with. So audiences, okay. You if if you want to participate in this hypothetical, you in your comment section don't write anything other than these five things. Okay. Sex pastilles, mouth hymen, hold your breath Wi-Fi, or the rest of them. Right. Uh, uh scalp worm, worm and fungus delicious. Why fungus? why nobody want to choose the fungus delicious? Because uh? people want to eat good food. Uh, most of the time you're eating outside. Yeah. Then oh. you eat halfway then suddenly what on you start and then you say every time you taste something delicious, then the shit will grow on your body, what on it? I mean if I if I have like fifteen bites of a burger, then I'm gonna have fifteen <laughs> fungal spots. You'll be covered in like freaking eczema by the time you walk out of the restaurant, man. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. The 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 thing I think for for us right the common denominator is that it's private in some way. That's either true. yourself only, yeah. either only you would know, or your or you married can, partner would know, or you can control like yeah. not having sex. Or having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's very fun if you don't orgasm. You must orgasm. If not, it's not fun. Then you just stop uh, just before you orgasm. Just just before that you okay. <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole community surrounding that by the way they're called aging. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah. What? Edging. There's a edging. there's a community that does edging. this. Yeah. They just bring themselves to the brink of orgasm and then they stop. For what purpose? Fun. Because they love it. Apparently, <laughs> right, when you finally do get an orgasm, then it's like, the like best. magical. Oh. Truly well and truly magical. Aging. Okay, I'll go Google this. By torturing see. yourself first. But I'm not gonna like this sounds too fucking painful to me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, dear audiences, if you have anything to say about the meteor bullying, about the hypotheticals, about the general elections, please put it into the comments below. If you have 
any lovely hypotheticals that you think you can do a better job than me, which I'm sure you can, please write your hypotheticals as well onto the comments or submit them as responses uh, as on, under the private message section. So thank you so much for joining us this time round. Uh, next time round, we'll be talking more interesting things, having more interesting guests. And Mr. Pritam Singh, please come and reply to us. Uh, we would love to have you on the podcast. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.